your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome to Autism One, a conversation of hope with host and mother of a recovering child with autism, Betsy Hicks. All comments, views, and opinions expressed are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. In the next hour, Betsy and her guests illuminate how right now there is more reason than ever for individuals with autism spectrum disorders and their families to have the best hope for the brightest future. Through education and conversation, there is hope. Here's your host, Betsy Hicks. Hello and welcome to our show. I am very happy we have our guest today because on a subject that everyone struggles with, and that is anger. But rather than focusing on the anger, let's focus this show on the solution, which is forgiveness. And today's show is for everyone, as the topic could not be more universal. My guest today is Stacy Wetlow, and she teaches seminars and practices individual counseling based on the book Radical Forgiveness, Making Room for the Miracle by Colin Tipping. Thank you, Stacy, for joining us today. Hi, Betsy. I'm so glad you're on. And I have to tell the story about today's show because I just find it so ironic. So two months ago, Stacy and I, it was totally a random act. I happened to be walking by a phone that I picked up at the office, and it happened to be Stacy. And um, and she, I said, you know, what are you doing? And she told me she's teaching these classes on forgiveness. And I was really fascinated because so many of our parents that we were having in the clinic are so caught up in the anger of autism that it really affects their own health. And so many of our patients in general, no matter autism or not, really get caught up in the anger. So she agreed to be on my show, and I put it in my schedule and completely, totally forgot about it like months ago. So now let's fast forward to last week, and my very, very close friend Michael um, uh, called me up because he knows I'm going through this custody case with my ex-husband. And... Um, he says, you know, I'm reading this book. It's changing my life. It's called Radical Forgiveness. It's so awesome. And I'm like, Radical Forgiveness? I know I've heard that before. Where have I heard that before? And so he's going on and he's telling me how I need to read it and how it's really going to help me. And I said, okay, Michael, I'll read the book, whatever you want me to do. And the next day I look at my schedule and I say, gee, I wonder who my guest is next week. And there you are, Stacy. <laughs> so I, um, I'm hearing it on all levels. I know that this show is probably going to be end up yet again a counseling session for me because a lot of my shows end up like that. But um, I think that we are really going to be able to help a lot of people with the show. So first, can you explain to me what does the term radical forgiveness mean? Radical forgiveness is a spiritual technology, once again created by Colin Tipping. And it's about releasing blocked energy around your stories. And that right, might be... Releasing blocked energy around my stories? Right, meaning any self-destructive patterns we've had, somewhere where we're stuck in our professional life, personal life, your court case might be one of those issues as feeling like it's blocked energy. It's, it's uncomfortable, it's frustrating, and it's keeping you from achieving and feeling inner peace. Yes. And the joy and abundance that's underneath the frustration, the anger, and all the feelings. Okay. So the term radical, I mean, wh- why, why the term radical versus just forgiveness? Well, that is an interesting question. 
Colin may have his answer. I have my answer to it from going through this is it is so radical and the shift happens so quickly and so dramatically in your life that it is a radical shift. And that's why it's called radical forgiveness versus the traditional forgiveness that feels like it takes years, it seems unattainable, and then at the end of trying to achieve the traditional forgiveness, you feel like a failure that you can't obtain it. Let, let's um, let's talk about forgiveness in some of the ways that um, it's very obvious to me as to why I need to forgive. Because let's say, for example, um, if, if I'm angry at someone, that anger is hurting nobody but me. That's correct. So it's like I'm I'm putting myself into a sad, bad, angry spot that I don't want to be. I've created it. I'm keeping myself there. The other person has no suffering whatsoever in any of this. And that only makes the angry person even more angry. (laughs) Because they're feeling fine and you're being like, but I'm angry and I'm miserable, so you should be miserable too. Exactly. Or we want them to know that we are so they can help us with the suffering we feel. We're kind of giving our energy to that person to say, fix it. Yeah. Please change so that I can change how I feel inside. So um, because of the show is geared towards autism, although uh, for those of you who are listening who don't have a relation towards autism, I want you to stick around because this is really the only piece I'm going to hit on the terms just of autism. But at the last Autism One conference, and I've told this story on my show before, um, we were in Dr. Jean Nathan's um, class, and a parent got up and he said, he said, I am so angry at what these drug companies have done to my child. And this is, and what the government is doing now and how they're not listening. And he says, and this has become a war. Autism has become a war. And it really, for the first time, struck me how detrimental these words are. Why, why is being so angry, hurting your own current situation? If it's stuck, which most anger is, every client that has come into my office truly has been stuck in their anger. And it's not because we're bad people and we're mean, you know, vindictive people. It's because we don't know how to deal with anger. A lot of it sometimes goes back to our childhood where we weren't allowed to feel anger or we had a parent who was very angry, and it scared us. And we told ourselves then that we weren't going to be like that person. So it remains to get stuck, and what happens is is we end up doing a spiritual bypass. What a spiritual bypass is is saying, well, that person didn't mean it, and they, they just didn't know any better, and I should forgive that person because I'm a good person. And, and we... we we don't we bypass all of our feelings with it and it, it remains stuck and when it remains stuck our bodies will tell the truth and it usually comes out in illness disease and which is the mind not at ease so so not only holding that anger in but also kind of playing the victim end oh yeah is is just sometimes as detrimental as as being in the anger is being the victim Right. Well, that's where the anger gets stuck is we, and, and just to, 
it's justified in the sense of saying, in order to get to forgiveness, we have to give 100% to our victim's story, which a lot of times when we're angry, we don't give ourselves the permission to be angry. We judge it as being wrong. We don't have a right to it. Instead of just saying, I am angry and I have a right to this. That's that's very good because I do. I find myself constantly trying to look at the positive side and count the blessing of it all. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you what, those days are over for me. <laughs> the <laughs> blessings will come once the anger is dealt with, and it happens truly effortlessly when you deal with the anger. But can you still know that it is a blessing but you're still angry. In other words, yes. Like I know that I really do know that everything that happens in this life ex- eventually is becomes a blessing. So you can still hold that, but you don't have to necessarily feel like you have to see the blessing in it just quite yet. You can live in both worlds, in the sense that you can live in the world of the blessing, and you can be giving yourself the right to feel the anger. Wow, it's very I, powerful that, that to is know. Very powerful, yes. And it is one that, and once the work is, once you embrace the anger and not judge it, you're able to allow the blessings to come in. I always look at anger, I've used this kind of analogy, but I look at anger as this, I used to look at anger this way, is this nagging child, okay? And you picture the nagging child, you know, pulling on your pants and saying, I need your attention. And I don't, I'm usually so frustrated at that point that I can't give that attention to it. Or it shows up at a time when I'm feeling happy or I think I'm happy in that moment. And it's hard then to deal with it, just like that nagging child that, you know, when you're preoccupied somewhere else to give it that attention. Right. Well, is you know, I... I, I, I I'm very excited to learn about what the process is, what the steps are. We have uh, a couple minutes before we're going to have to go to break, but let's start with where do you start? What what is the beginning towards actually forgiving? Well, to embrace the anger. That is the first. Anger, I mean, forgiveness starts with rage. It doesn't start with, you know, saying, oh, I understand that person did a wrong thing. I understand this and I understand that. Understanding will come later with it, but we have to give ourselves permission to feel angry. And what I was thinking about yesterday, and I had a conversation with you, Betsy, on this, is, is that a lot of times, especially with people who have children with autism, is they feel if they feel the anger, that means they're angry with their child. Oh, yeah. The one who has autism. And the two are not the same. The anger and frustration that one feels and is mostly because of the love that they feel for the child. They view it as suffering and and something that has happened to them instead of for them. I'm really starting to appreciate now where you're talking about with this anger because of the fact that I have seen a lot of good happen because of anger. And if you look at all the laws that have been changed, yes. that because of parents being angry enough to change those, to, to, to make their voice being heard, and Absolutely. that all starts with anger. 
Absolutely. Just when they get so caught up in that and they can't ever release it. And it really, I've seen marriages and lives just really destroyed by it all. And, and I, that's more of what I want to talk about when we get back from our next break. Okay. Stacey, let's take a, let's take a break here in a, in a few seconds. And, um, how many steps are there towards this? Just so, is there, is like a limitless amount of steps or is there just a, a basic number involved? There are many tools using okay. radical forgiveness. We're going to have to have you back on the show, but we'll, we'll start okay. with some of those beginning steps right. when we get back from our break. We'll okay, be right great. back with Stacey Whitlow. Okay, great. Life Solutions, Voice America Health and Wellness. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com Come. ReadyZorb Glutathione is proud to support the Betsy Hicks radio program. Glutathione is essential for human health. It protects cells from oxidative stress and supports the body's removal of toxins. It enhances immune function. Glutathione is one of the body's ways of detoxifying itself. It protects our DNA. Glutathione is one of the most effective free radical scavengers. Autistic children are predisposed to low glutathione, which prevents them from detoxifying. Normally, ReadySorb Liposomal Glutathione is an oral dietary supplement that was formulated by a physician for his own patients. Each teaspoon contains over 400 milligrams of glutathione. The ingredients are pure and chemical-free, and there's no sodium benzoate in ReadySorb Glutathione. It's approved for use on the Fine Gold program. Ask your doctor about ReadySorb Liposomal Glutathione and read more about us at www.readisorb.com. That's R-E-A-D-I-S-O-R-B dot com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Betsy. We're back here with Stacey Whitlow and we're talking today about radical forgiveness because this is such an important topic. And we just started talking about this and the whole piece of that accepting the anger of it. Um, Stacy, do you want to touch more on this before we move on to anything else? I do because it's a big topic here. Um, being in what it's funny because 
When I started with Radical Radical Forgiveness, I went down to Atlanta, and I was in my anger, but I didn't feel I had a right to that anger, and what we refer to as being in victim land. Everybody has done something wrong to me, and I was justified in it all. I had every reason in the world why things weren't right in my life and why I was stuck. And what I realized is is that all of it came down to self-forgiveness. What I was beating up on other people about is what I was beating up on myself about. And a lot of it that I had problems with when I went down there was with my daughter, and I realized how universal this is. Maybe a parent has a child with autism, I have a child that I had other situations with concerning a court case, and it didn't turn out the way that I thought it would. This is the story I told myself. I wasn't a good enough mom. Why didn't I know? Why wasn't I smart enough? Why wasn't I informed enough? Those are the stories that I told myself. So in that sense, I felt that life was being punishing to me. It was cruel and... Underneath all that, which I want to get to, is the deep sadness that lies underneath the anger that we are protecting ourselves with, the deep sadness of what could have, should have, and would have been for our child. We have these dreams even before our child comes to this earth. And when those dreams are not fulfilled, there is a deep sadness And we have to feel that loss and that sadness in order for what was intended for our soul growth to come in. So so that's that's the part though. But how much time? I mean, it's like do you do you spend a decade into that sadness or do you spend a week into that sadness? How do you know how long you can focus on that? Well that's a great question. Because we as humans truly do want timelines. We want a timeline on how long our goal is going to take, right. how long this is going to take. When do you think you'll get that done? We're just so moving in a fast-paced society. It may take a lifetime. Can you accept that it may take a lifetime? And if you can't accept that it may take a lifetime, then maybe that's where some of it's blocked. We're, it's very normal that we want to get over something as fast as we can because we know it's going to be uncomfortable. It already is uncomfortable. So we want to get over it instead of through it. And trust me, when you accept that you allow yourself to go through it, it goes a lot quicker than trying to resist or, you know, make a bargain with it. I'll go through this if you tell me it'll only take a week because that's all I can give this. Right. Okay, but really what it is is a layer of an onion. Yeah, and and, and, it, and it isn't even so much that, that time limit on yourself, but people that may be living with you or, or friends with you, like, aren't you over that yet? Oh, yes, that, that's great. You've got some great questions. That is so much, we do live with a society that if they're not going through the pain, aren't you done with that? Yeah. And I have a family who will keep bringing that up. Stacey, I thought you were done with that. 
No, I'm not done with it. I yeah. thought I was too, but I was done with that one thing that about That one it. layer of it. Right. <laughs> but now I'm on to another layer. Right. So it, it, you know, it, it, because if that's what caught our attention for our soul's growth, that will keep unlayering. Wow. Okay. And as children, and you know this, and every parent knows this, that whatever it is, even if they're a parent to an animal, Nothing will grab at your heart more than a child. Oh, and sure. you can't move from that space. Mm-mm. And I believe that's part of the beauty of it all is, is that we're so used to running that when something comes, someone, something comes into our life, we stop. Yeah. It makes us stop and say, hey, I can't go anywhere. I'm, I, I'm here to deal with this now and surrender Surrendering to it is half the battle to what is. So, so a part of me then is focusing also on what I have read and understand and have watched and witnessed and experienced of the law of attraction. And, mm-hmm. and I, people on the show know I'm very big into that. And wonder, though, how much when we get focused on the negative we continually to recreate the same sadness and situation. It okay, that's a very good question also. That is true in that sense, but what I find is is that when we pretend it's not there oh, yeah, or we yeah. try to will it away right. by saying I'm gonna do fifty affirmations a day and will this feeling away <laughs> then what I find is is that becomes toxic and ah. then what you have is a battle within yourself. That's excellent, Stacy. Okay. Yeah. So I totally it's really that. about integration. Mm-hmm. It's about the integration. We talk a lot in the radical forgiveness about the shadow side. And are you familiar with the shadow side? No. I, okay. I, well, I, I, I know, you know where I know about the shadow side is from Carolyn Mace's work. And with, when she does archetypes, she has the light attribute and then the shadow attribute. Right. And so I understand about in every archetype you have a, a light and a shadow. Exactly. Exactly. And many people have talked about the shadow side. It's not just in radical forgiveness. It's very universal. But the shadow side, the way I like to say, is, is this is the way I have interpreted my own interpretation of that, is when we're little, we're rewarded for our image side. We're a good child. We do well, get good grades. We're kind. We're quiet. We're, you know... Good children. We're rewarded for that. But then when the other side comes out that we might be nasty, angry, rebellious, then we're bad. So rewarded for the image side, well, why wouldn't we want to keep living our image side? We were rewarded for it. Sure. And then we're either punished or we're not given the rewards for the shadow side. And what we have to learn is that we are both. We are spiritual beings on this planet, but we are having a human experience, and that means a feeling experience. And so much of the time, we think the ultimate will be if we don't have to feel anymore. Then we've mastered it all, but we have to learn to integrate both of those feelings and come to self-acceptance. Yeah. Self-acceptance and self-forgiveness, because that 
is when everything opens up, the joy, the abundance. Even when you're feeling angry, if you can accept that in yourself and be true to it, it leads you to the inner peace, no matter what your circumstances is, are. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I guess my point is, or not my point, but my concern is, or question is, when is it time to step forward? I mean, okay, so I'm hearing the anger. I got it. Okay. Feel the anger. <laughs> Bracing the anger. Right. But I want to now go on. So, so where, how, how do I do that? What are the steps to that? The steps are to that is to feel the anger. Now, there's, there's different tools in radical forgiveness that would be too long to go into today. But different things that you can do for yourself is to write an angry letter, to punch some pillows, to scream. I mean, we all have a scream in us that is so deep into our core that needs to come out, and we're so scared of who might hear us or that we might hear us. And we need to let that out. We need, and I'm telling you, the work in the radical forgiveness is amazing with that. That's what moved me to do this, is the anger work. And I love it. And that's where it gets out of the body, so we don't have to, you know. I used to have this chronic back pain, and I mean chronic back pain. And it was lower back and stomach issues with intestinal problems. I mean, I'm telling you, I had a, just a whole list, right down to the diabetes. And what my body was storing, every lie I wanted to tell myself, it was storing the truth. But so, so that anger, though, that you're dealing with, because I'm still kind of caught up in, are you supposed to act in that anger and go forward to the person who's making you angry and try to change the situation? Or are you truly just supposed to sit with that anger? Um, you, you need to not judge the anger first. Okay. And to sit in it, no, because anger is, an, is a movement. It's an energy. So to sit in it would be depression. Right. And feeling frustrated and helpless that there's nothing to do. There are free online tools on radical forgiveness that you can do worksheets on. You can make an appointment with me as well, um, which can be over the phone or in person. But like I said, there are things that you can do before that is write the angry letter, punch the pillow, do a workout that is so, you know, maybe you're hearing the same things that you already know, okay? I'm probably not telling you anything different than you already know, Betsy. But I don't know. I don't know. I think this is a really different way for me to look at this, and, I, and I'm so grateful right. for that. But we, but I guess what I'm saying is, is we're too busy intellectualizing our anger. We're too busy trying to control it and figure it out how we can deal with it that will still make us feel uncomfortable. Uh, that it still will, you know, keep things in control. I want to say this. A couple days ago, it was interesting to me because um, I was listening to someone talk about jumping off the cliff, and you've heard that expression before. People, you know, go over and jump off the cliff. I could not jump off the cliff. 
And I thought, I'm so scared. That's what I thought at first. I am so scared to jump off that cliff. And the other day I was able to jump off the cliff. And the reason being is is because I wasn't attached to any outcome. Ah, uh, that's that's it right there. Okay, perfect. Well, let's talk about that more when we get back. We'll okay. talk more about jumping off the cliff. Yep. With Stacey Whitlow. Okay. We'll be right back. Fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. ReadyZorb Glutathione is proud to support the Betsy Hicks radio program. Glutathione is essential for human health. It protects cells from oxidative stress and supports the body's removal of toxins. It enhances immune function. Glutathione is one of the body's ways of detoxifying itself. It protects our DNA. Glutathione is one of the most effective free radical scavengers. Autistic children are predisposed to low glutathione, which prevents them from detoxifying normally. ReadySorb Liposomal Glutathione is an oral dietary supplement that was formulated by a physician for his own patients. Each teaspoon contains over 400 milligrams of glutathione. The ingredients are pure and chemical-free, and there's no sodium benzoate in ReadySorb Glutathione. It's approved for use on the fine gold program. Ask your doctor about ReadySorb Liposomal Glutathione and read more about us at www.redisorb.com. That's R-E-A-D-I-S-O-R-B dot com. Living Your Power with host and intuitive counselor Diane Brandon breaks down the old traditions of taking what life gives you. Living Your Power teaches you how to have a life of success, happiness, and fulfillment. How to live your power, feeling vibrant and confident. Tune in Tuesdays at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern to Living Your Power on Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Betsy. We're back. And it is now therapy time with Betsy. That's right. <laughs> we, uh, I, 
I really think it would be easiest for a lot of people to understand what this is is if we talk about a case example. And because um, I've already shared that I'm going through a custody situation and have a lot of anger towards this, I think it, I think it would help everybody to understand this better. And you're you're all about to learn a lot more about me than you may want to know. But here we go. So here's my situation. My my ex-husband. Um, uh, my well, what, what happened was my son, who has autism, um, wandered off near my home, and he has done this before, and he's been doing this since he was basically old enough to walk. And um, even when I was married to my ex-husband, this was a constant chronic problem with Joey. Um, Joey's doing great now, and he doesn't run away anymore, but he does occasionally wander off. Um, Every time he's been found, there's never been any harm to him. He's always been okay, and I live in a very safe wooded area, but that's part of the problem is that it is a wooded area. So after this last time my son um, had wandered off, I, I do call my ex-husband because I just feel like it's the right thing to do, although most people tell me I'm an idiot for, do, for doing that because it's like he's never going to find out anyway. And I said, but you know what? I'd want him to call me if the situation were reversed. So I do call him and let him know that I can't find him and I'm going to call the police and that whole thing. So, um, so when we live quite a bit of a distance from each other, so... Um, he said, you know, he was going to come up and all that, and they found him before my ex-husband even was even halfway here. Um, so he, the next day, called his attorney and said he wanted full custody of Joey. Now, my situation is, for anybody who knows me, my whole life is dedicated to autism. I mean, everything that I do and have done since my son has been born has been towards autism, and um, my knowledge on autism is extremely high. Um, and, and I'm not. I don't want to make this a, a, a session right now with you, Stacy, where I'm bashing my ex-husband because it's not my intention. Um, but it's safe to say that he doesn't know much about autism. So he, but he loves his son, and I and I appreciate that and understand that. So I am now spending tens of thousands of dollars to try to keep custody of my son um, when. I know, and everybody who knows him knows what an amazing household he lives in, how much love he gets, how every little thing he eats is made out organically and totally with love, and all the all the advice that I tell his dad how to do because I have so much knowledge, and it it, it seems crazy, but I'm spending all this money, and the the money is a big part of it. The stress it is on my daughters is a big part of it, and I have this. Extreme anger at my ex-husband right now, and I really want it released. Right. Okay. So now let's start from square one. Okay. okay. As far as it goes, with Joey ran away. Right. right. Okay. Now that is a fact. Right. Okay. Your ex-husband is taking you to court for custody of Joey. That is a fact. Okay. And it's costing a lot of money. That's a fact oh, also. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's a stress on your family, especially the girls. Those yeah. are all facts that you have told me. You are a person who is very conscious. I worked at Pathways. I know this firsthand. I've met with Joey. I've had the privilege of being with your kids. I mean, you're a great mom. Those are facts. Okay. But let's get honest right now. 
This is only for your own healing to get honest, okay? Okay. Allow yourself to be vulnerable to this because vulnerability, there's a lot of strength in our vulnerability, to be honest. What's the story you told yourself about this? Oh, that's good. Okay. So, um, it's, well, we talk about Joey being lost first, or right. What's okay. the story you told yourself about you as a mother? That I can't do, I don't do enough. Okay. You know, because yep. That that's always, and I think that's a big thing with autism in general. With so many of the of the um, parents, is they never feel they're doing enough. I mean, my son should be more verbal. I mean, with all this that I know and all the things that I've done, he should be more verbal. And so I've always, since since he was diagnosed, go to bed every night feeling like I should be doing more. Right. Right. Okay. So it's never enough would be yes. a fair statement of, the, Definitely. of that core belief. Definitely. Give me another one. Is there any more? Um, oh... Well, probably I shouldn't have married my ex-husband. Right. <laughs> I guess I think, like, what was I thinking? Hey. That kind of thing. Hey, that thought you're not alone with on a whole big, <laughs> big uh, universal. Talk about universal here. I yeah, think that, everyone that's... can sympathize with you on that one. Um, that uh, and I and I think um, so. Yeah, that's that's definitely something that I I have angered towards. I also. I, I get angry about getting angry. I mean, that, that's another story I tell myself. It's like, this is so silly to get... I mean, if anybody, nobody understands how the blessings of everything more than I do because I have, like, such an abundantly beautiful life. And everything always comes out. as a, And I've seen it. I've witnessed it. So it's like, I know it can be that way. Right. But yet, I don't feel it. And, and Stacey, I've shared with you before, too, um, which... <laughs> really for all of Dr. Hicks's patients who are listening right now are going to love this little fact about him um, as well I'm sure he would be telling it but he he's so into the blessing of everything that and, and I love that about him but it's, it's like it's like I don't sometimes I don't feel like I have permission to really be angry yes and that's that is very that is so common Betsy it's People are uncomfortable with people being angry. It is, when someone is angry, it's, we want to talk them out of it right away. We want to be the one to save them from their own anger. And what I say is just to listen and honor it. And not just, you know, when my daughter, I used to do that with my daughter all the time, like, honey, it'll be better, things will be better, and keep trying to get her through it quicker because I was uncomfortable. And so what I needed to do was become comfortable with my own feelings first, and then that was just an outward gift to my daughter to allow her to be comfortable with hers. And now I let her do what she needs to do. As children, we probably were given the same thing, either being punished for our anger or... You know, we'll give you a little treat. What about some food? Would you like a cupcake? You know, to feel better. And it just keeps going. So a lot of times when somebody's trying to help, it's 
they're doing it to help themselves. And I'm not saying Dr. Hicks does that, but I'm saying that that can be very common. Right. I have a tendency of doing that, and I can only speak for myself, not for him. So um, he may be truly, you know, it's out of love that we do it. We don't want to see our family suffer. Right. And, now, and that's what he's doing. He's doing it out of love because he loves you so much. He doesn't want to see you as viewing it as suffering. I, I that and as a parent, I appreciate that statement. Now, Michael, my good friend, called me after reading this book, and he's like, "You've got to start seeing Randy, my ex-husband, as a gift." He's like, "You've got to start seeing him as a gift." And 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 he read the book Radical Forgiveness. So tell me why he said that to me. Right, because what happens is is that life is not happening to us; it is happening for us. This is. This is a little story I like to tell, okay, that we don't consciously, of course, remember. And it is a stretch maybe for you and your audience to hear. So just bear with me on this. But let's let's envision ourselves before we even come to this earth. And if our sole purpose here on this earth, one of our main purposes here is to learn and grow, okay, and to experience separation in our life so much to the point to understand what oneness is. And the only way to experience oneness is to experience separation. You follow me so yes, far? Yes, I do. Okay. So as when we begin, we make contracts with other souls. And they're either coming in as the good guy or they're going to play the bad guy, the okay. villain, okay, in, in our terms here on earth. And it takes a lot of painstaking measures to play the villain, okay? But we, we say what we want to do. We want to learn and grow so much in this lifetime that the events in that lifetime then could be very traumatic, dramatic, okay? So when you are taking on a child with autism, you've had a death of a child, you've had a court case in your situation. We don't know what the events of our life are going to be, but we know that our sole purpose is to learn and grow here and to experience the separation, to learn what oneness is and to feel that. So it's like polar opposites. So in the sense of that, you are experiencing the opposite right now. So... Oh, oh, yeah, we have break. to break, and I, I, I'll I want finish to hear more it about this. We'll hear more about my yep. my sorrows when we get back from break. We'll be right back with Stacy Whitlow. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. ReadyZorb Glutathione is proud to support the Betsy Hicks radio program. Glutathione is essential for human health. It protects cells from oxidative stress and supports the body's removal of toxins. It enhances immune function. Glutathione is one of the body's ways of detoxifying itself. It protects our DNA. Glutathione is one of the most effective free radical scavengers. Autistic children are predisposed to low glutathione, which prevents them from detoxifying 
emulsifying normally. ReadySorb Liposomal Glutathione is an oral dietary supplement that was formulated by a physician for his own patients. Each teaspoon contains over 400 milligrams of glutathione. The ingredients are pure and chemical free. And there's no sodium benzoate in ReadySorb Glutathione. It's approved for use on the Fine Gold Program. Ask your doctor about ReadySorb Liposomal Glutathione and read more about us at www.redisorb.com. That's R-E-A-D-I-S-O-R-B.com. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. Come. Let's face it, hormones happen. Whether you're a male or female, hormones have an impact on your overall well-being. Dr. Hart brings to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel timely topics that answer your lifelong questions about hormones in men, women, and teens. Tune in to Optimal Wellness every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Optimal Wellness. Live life well. Live life long. Live life to the fullest. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Betsy. I'm back here with Stacy Whitlow, and we're talking a lot about today about radical forgiveness. Stacy, I do not want to forget to give everybody your website. What is your website? Great. I am on the website of Radical Forgiveness under the Radical Forgiveness Coaches, okay, which cool. would be under Wisconsin. Okay. So it would be www.radicalforgiveness.com. Great. Or my personal email. You can email me at Stacy, which is S T A C Y W six at gmail.com, and I can give out my phone number, too, my business number. Okay, good. What's 262-949-6785. 262-949-7865? 6785. 6785. We'll give yep. that out again at the very end of the show, so okay. get your pen if, in case you missed that. Okay, um, Stacy. so going back to this whole contract, and, 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 and I do get this. This is something that I kind of said for um, Devil's Advocate for the show because um, I just I, I do really do understand um, this part of it, but I think it's really important that we understand that everybody that comes into our lives is here to teach us, and we have to embrace these lessons. Right, and the people that we view as our enemies are truly our healing angels. Yeah. We may not, this is the part that is, this is the part to remember though, is, is 
to forgive does not mean we forget. Yes. It means that we don't forget the lesson. That means that once we learn the lesson, that means that possibly we may never get along with the person personality-wise, but we can be um, appreciative and grateful for the blessing that that person brought to us, the lesson of it. Is recognizing the soulful contract a vital part of the forgiveness? Yes, it helps in that sense, but sometimes it doesn't come until after we've dealt with the feelings. So we don't want to get the cart before the horse. Okay. If you can't see that, you might intellectually know that, but in order to feel that, you'll probably have to go through some layers of feelings. So don't feel frustrated if you can't feel it right now. Okay. But it's okay to know it. Sure. But once you reach down into your heart and deal with the feelings, you will see... You know, but don't be frustrated if you don't at this time. Yeah. Okay. So tell me more. What else do you want so, to talk about? Well, I, I want to just tap right back into the core belief system Good. because that's what's being brought up in this court case. Yes. Okay. Is the core belief is usually what we run on to do things in our life is this feeling that we are not enough. If you think about it, it's motivated us to do a lot more than we probably ever intended to do just because we never feel it is enough. But now you're being able to look at this a different way and say, these are my belief systems or this is the core belief that's going on that what I do is never enough. And once you realize that's the belief system going on, you don't have to keep being a slave to it. Does that make sense? And I'm I'm guessing that this is just the, the, the core of self-esteem and knowing that... Well, your belief system that you had said is that we have to, sub, we have to um, divide up the, the facts of the case. Okay. And then what your interpretation about that was. Oh, I see what you're saying now. Okay. So okay. your interpretation was is... You never do enough. Right. I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm not, I don't do enough. As or a you're not a good enough mom. Right. Or, I've made you so know. many mistakes. Right. Things. Okay, so I And that so. core belief came into maybe when, uh, you know, Joey with the autism, too. Right. So it's just repeating itself, but it's being brought as an opportunity now through your friend Michael telling you about the book, me being on the show, that, hey, this is a deep core belief inside of you. That is being brought to your consciousness now. Right. And you don't have to keep living that out. You've got it now. You're understanding that, yeah, that's what I've been kind of believing underneath this. And so it's being played out in a drama to get your attention. Excellent, Stacey. Now, what Stacey and I just talked about during break was what we're going to, we're going to, go forward with this and you're going to all get to hear the outcome of it. I'm going to do, a, I am privately going to do a personal um, consultation with Stacy, and then I want to come back to the show, especially after um, this case comes to fruition in March, and, um, and let's talk about the path of it all. Where I, where I came, where I went, what, what inevitably is going to happen, of which you know, I, I guess part of it is releasing the feeling of controlling it. There's only so much that I can do for any right. control. Right, and that's where it comes down to 
Are you able to jump off the cliff right now? That's a big fact. That's what I look at and say. When we're hung up in a situation, are we able to jump off that cliff? And if we're not able to jump off the cliff without a bunch of bungee cords trying to pull us back up, then we're attached to the outcome. We're trying to, you know, still have it to be a certain way because there's feelings underneath that are, you know, that it's tapping on, and we don't want it to be tapping in that area. Right. We're trying to protect it. So if we can get I, the I outside feel very ready to jump off the cliff this time. I have, and the, the, the irony of this is, is also the show being today, the day that I didn't even know it was scheduled for, um, is that I have to go to a court situation right after the show. Okay. <laughs> and I have to tell you, I have never felt more confident about my parenting skills as I do at this time of my life. Not not just after the show, but at this time of my life. I just, I, I um, really have been looking at this third partily. You know, not just getting my friends to agree with what I say, because a lot of people do that. They just get their friends and like, don't you think I'm right? Don't you think I'm right? Right. They just need to hear <laughs> and, that. Yeah. And, and But that's not what it's been about. It's been right. me really asking what you said, those questions deep inside of me. Right. Where is this coming from? And like, no, I'm not going to listen to the voice telling me I'm not a good mother anymore. I know I'm a great mother. And, and this is it. This is the con- bringing it to consciousness that it's really, you know, I don't want to say it, it's a BS story. Yeah. Okay, yes. and I won't say the word, okay, but BS stands for belief system. Okay. It's a belief system story. It's false. It's not true. Uh, so and we have to, but we don't, we don't realize that we are being a slave to that belief. We well, think if you're ready out belief. there, everybody to become a part of this radical forgiveness as well, too. First off, I'm assuming, Stacey, you'd recommend for everybody to buy the book. Absolutely, um, and then and it, go on it, the website, and there's some there's tools. But if you'd like a private session, um, you can call me, and I do workshops, and, and it's Stacey awesome. Stacy is phenomenal. I've known her for a lot of years, and I know how many people she helps. She's just she's absolutely wonderful, um, and it'd be great if you could see her firsthand because she does amazing amazing. Um, just, just her touch is an amazing thing. I know, I know you're definitely an angel in my life, Stacy, and I greatly appreciate well, that. Well, thank you. I try to incorporate to the mind, body, and spirit doing the massage, hypnosis, and radical forgiveness. Fantastic. Um, uh, uh, website again is radicalforgiveness.com. Is that correct? Right. www.radicalforgiveness.com. Stacy, your phone number, real quick. Two six two nine four nine six seven eight five. Now say that one more time slower. Two nine four nine six seven eight five. I didn't mean it that quick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so hey, much, Daisy, for Bessie. being on. Thank you everybody for joining us today. We'll be back with you next week. Bye bye. Thank you. To contact Betsy or get more information, visit AutismOne.org. Tune in next Tuesday for another hour of education and conversation on Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks.